Hey everybody, John Fenn here, Church Without Walls International, CWOWI.org. We are a house church network. We celebrate the gathering of saints by meeting at homes. We rotate who hosts uh, where possible. We rotate who leads where possible. And so there's a core group of people that are used to hosting and leading that feel comfortable with that. That's not based on teaching. It's based on revelation or something the Lord has taught you, something that, that you feel to share with everybody. And it is discussion oriented, not sermon oriented. And so we take turns. We realize that each of us are, we're all living, breathing temples of God. We've got Christ in us, the hope of glory. We can learn from one another. And so it's uh, it's rich and it's powerful. You get to know one another. And, and uh, anyway, it's wonderful. You need to check us out, cwowi.org. All right, today talking about when the angel army came to earth. One of my favorite things to get into because there's so much misunderstanding and some things out there in the world. So let's get right into it, please. Um, where to start? Well, let's start with the Christmas season, that is a celebration of the Lord Jesus' birth from Luke chapter 2. And and it says, starting with verse 7, it talks about how Mary had Jesus and wrapped him in swaddling clothes. So we need to stop right there because swaddling clothes is mentioned twice in this short little passage, just between Luke chapter 2, verse 7 through verse 12. Swaddling clothes is mentioned twice. Well, in verse 7, it says Mary wrapped him in swaddling clothes. Swaddling clothes were underwear. It was the softest material they had. And so it was it was underwear that they wrapped Jesus in. Now, why is this significant? And why is that one of the signs that the angel later in verse 12 told the, the shepherds, this will be a sign to you. You'll find him wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. Well, swaddling clothes being the underwear, it's interesting that the, the temple priests to make the wicks for the lights in the temple. And there was one light called the light of the world. Uh, to make the wicks, they used swaddling clothes. When the old swaddling clothes were worn out or whatever the case is, they took that soft material, they cut it into wicks for the oil lamps. And then they used those wicks uh, from the swaddling clothes to light the, the lamps, including the light of the world, the big lamp that lit up the, the temple. And so it's interesting that the material used for lighting the light of the world was what was wrapping baby Jesus and keeping him warm. He was wrapped up in the swaddling clothes, just wrapped, just bundled him up in that as a sign that the light of the world is, is born in Bethlehem. And so why was that a sign to the shepherds? Why would they do that? Well, it, we know historically that they had the temple in Jerusalem and in any building structure, in any temple uh, facility, there were only, uh, you know, a certain number of jobs. And so out of the tribe of Levi, a certain number of them became priests and served in the temple and made sacrifices and did different things. But they had a whole tribe as centuries had gone through the expansion of the, of the population and, and everything else. There were all these Levites with no jobs to do. But what happened was, people also began moving in from farms and ranches, and they began moving into the city. And yet the city dwellers were still bound by the law of Moses that called for sacrificial lambs and goats and cattle and doves and different things like that, not to mention grains and other things. But you're living in the city. I mean, you're, it's not like you're going to have a flock of sheep in your backyard. 
So the many different Levites who did not become priests in the temple, the Levites began filling in the need. So they started raising the animals and the grain and the different things that were required that the city dwellers could buy to make sacrifice to the Lord. And we know that the Levites began not only becoming shepherds, but they the area around Bethlehem was where they grazed the animals, where they raised the animals to be sacrificed later in the temple as a blood sacrifice for the covering of sins. And so these shepherds were in their fields watching the flocks, the flocks which would ultimately die for the sins of the people. And so it was appropriate that the angel of, of the Lord, the angel came to tell these Levites, these shepherds, that their savior was wrapped in swaddling clothes, the material used to provide the wick for the light of the world and the other lights in the temple area. And you recall in, in uh, John chapter 7 and John chapter 8, where Jesus stood up and said, I'm, I am the living water, I'm the true living water. And in chapter 8, that I am the light of the world. And so significance there. But we get into now the question is why, what happened next? Well, let me, let me, this is so fun to get into. Um, okay, let's let's talk about let's talk about the next thing that happened is after the lone angel says unto you is born this day in the city of David a savior which is Christ the Lord and this will be a sign to you you'll find him wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger, and it says suddenly with the angel were the heavenly hosts crying out and saying peace on earth goodwill towards men. Now, that's what we want to look into. Why did the angel army come to earth? Well, it may surprise you to say that that's the angel army. But when we read the heavenly host, the word host is old English and old, old beyond that to mean army. Today, we, we, may, we use it in house church. Who's hosting today? Or you have a party. Who's the host or the hostess? Uh, and you may ask that. But in the, in the old times when they translated the Bible, when they used that word host, it meant the army. And so why was the angelic army coming? The, 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 all around them was a multitude of the heavenly host, the heavenly army. So you need to understand what it was. Why did the heavenly army show up to those shepherds and back up and support that lone angel who announced the birth of the Savior wrapped in swaddling clothes? Well, let's go back to Joshua chapter 5. In Joshua chapter 5, verses 13 through 15, the new nation of Israel has just crossed the Jordan River and come before the mighty city of Jericho, and Joshua doesn't know how to take it. Joshua chapter 5, verses 13 through 15, tell us that Joshua saw a man near him with a sword drawn, and Joshua approached him and said, are you for us or against us? And the man said, no, or nay, which means neither. Uh, it mean, anyway, it, it means Joshua was missing the point. He, he was just saying neither. He said this, I am coming as captain of the, of the Lord's host. That's what it says in Joshua chapter 5, verses 13 through 15. I'm here as captain of the Lord's host, of the host of the Lord. So we have to understand what that's talking about. That is the proof or that's a good evidence for anybody with casual reading to understand that we're talking about the heavenly army. Now, who was this captain of the host, captain of the army? Well, we know it was not an angel. And if you have listened to anybody or if you have read anything that says this was an angel who appeared to Joshua, you need to run to the nearest exit. You need to, that, that person is wrong. And this is Bible 101 that anybody who, who's been to a basic Bible school with any good teaching should know. 
All right, here's, a, here's three reasons why we know that this was the Lord. Number one, Joshua worshiped him. Angels do not receive worship. Number two, Joshua was commanded by the captain of the army of God to, to remove his shoes. And he removed his shoes, shoes and worshiped. Now, why do you have to remove the shoes? Because shoes are man-made. When you're in the presence of God in the Old Testament, these people were not born again, remember. You and I could, it would be different for you and I because we're new creations in Christ. But, um, and we'd be in the spirit before the Lord. But at that time where you're talking about the Lord materializing before Joshua there, and, and he says, take off your shoes, you're on holy ground. And Joshua did so and worshiped him. We know that angels do not receive worship and angels do not command man to, to remove the shoes. It's also because in, um, in Exodus 20 and verse 21, uh, it says that if they build an altar to the Lord, they cannot take a hammer and chisel to the stones. They cannot alter the stones in any way. They must use the stones as they found them in the field because you can't come to God on any of your own works. You can't say, look at the beautiful altar I made to the Lord here, or, or and the shoes are man-made. So when you, you came to, to God, he, the body that he, he gave you against the earth that he gave you, and, you, and no shoes in between, nothing man-made in between. You come to God as you are. Uh, with nothing that, to your own credit or nothing of your own efforts. So the, so Joshua worshiped him. He was told to remove his shoes. So we know he's before God himself. And then the, the third one is simply Joshua chapter six, the very next chapter. It switches and tells you exactly who it was. And it says, now the, the city of Jericho was closed up because of the fear of, of Israel. And the Lord said to Joshua, and he gave him the commands about circling the city. So, we have to understand who is the captain of the Lord's army. It's the Lord. It's it's an Old Testament appearance of Christ in the Old Testament. So fast forward to Luke chapter two, and it all becomes clear. The lone angel, just so he doesn't freak the, the shepherds out too much, appears to these Levite, what we believe to be Levite shepherds. And he says, he says, peace to you. He says, don't be afraid. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And you'll find him wrapped in the swaddling clothes. And suddenly that angel was joined by the heavenly host. And they said, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. This is not them saying, hey, y'all be nice to one another now. And hey, be good to one another. Be peaceful towards one another. That's not what they said at all. This is the heavenly army coming to earth and saying, the heavenly army, heaven announces, peace on earth, we have goodwill towards men. Peace on earth, goodwill towards men. It's saying that heaven has goodwill towards men. And it was the whole angel army because their captain had left heaven to take upon him human flesh to become one of us. And he was born in Bethlehem, wrapped in the swaddling clothes, the wicks that would, the, the same type of material the priest would use to light the light of the world and the, the wicks, the, the oil standing for the Holy Spirit, the flame, the life of God, and, and baby Jesus was wrapped in that. And the army of, of God appeared and said, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. You see, this is supported. You can think of Second Corinthians chapter 5. And of course, you, you I love verse 16. From henceforth, I won't know anybody according to human standards, but I will know them by the Spirit. For if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. Behold, all things are passed away. 
all, excuse me, <laughs> all things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And it goes on in verse 18 and 19 to say, and that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not charging their sins to them. And it says the same thing in Romans chapter 5 and verse 10. In Romans chapter 5, verse 10 says the same thing, that, that the Lord reconciled us, the Father reconciled us to himself through the death of Jesus, that by the death of Jesus, we will have life. And he used that, the word reconcile. So what an amazing thing that that, that is why, that, that here heaven is calling a truce on earth. And the angel army came and said, peace on earth, goodwill towards men because they knew that the Father God was going to use the Lord Jesus to die as a man and be resurrected as a man to pay for our sins that we might gain entrance to heaven and be forever with the Lord. Amazing grace, amazing grace. Anyway, that's it in a nutshell. Um, there's so much to talk about. There, you know, Hebrew or Philippians chapter two, uh, verse five says, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who did not think it robbery, this is Philippians chapter two, now I'm into verse six, who did not think it robbery to be equal with God, but he emptied himself, it says in the Greek, he emptied himself and be, and and became man. And it says, finding himself fashioned as a man, he humbled himself even to the death of the cross. Therefore, God the Father has highly exalted him and given him a name above every name. I love it. In Hebrews chapter 10, verses uh, 5 through 7, um, the, the author is talking about this transition from heaven to earth, how, how the, the God so loved the world that he gave his son, and that son became the baby born. Isaiah 9, 6 says the same thing. Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The son was given from heaven so that he could become the baby born. And it says there in Hebrews chapter 10, verses 5 through 7, that it says, when he came into this world, he said to the Father, in sacrifices and offerings, you've had no pleasure. In the blood of bulls and goats, you've had no pleasure. But a body you have prepared me. Then I said, lo, in the volume of the book, that is in the fullness of the Old Testament, it is written of me to do your will, O God. That's what the Lord was saying. That's what Christ was saying as he left heaven. He said, you have prepared a body for me. Father God, because he wants to reconcile the world to himself. And so there we find it in Luke chapter two, those shepherds, most likely Levites, raising their flocks, the animals which would be sacrificed for the blood sacrifice to cover the sins of Israel. And now the real final sacrifice is born in the city and the whole heavenly army shows up and they say, we're not here to destroy you. We're not here to declare war. Peace on earth, goodwill towards men. Whew, powerful, God bless. CWOWI.org.